What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the game begin. I made a dress out of a single birth control info sheet. That's just a birth control insert. Imagine if someone made a dress out of the side effects from the juice. You get a full evening gown. Over the top. People are just now finding out about Neil Patrick Harris's extremely controversial Halloween party in 2011 and want him re-canceled. Travis Scott is being sued by an Astroworld attendee who says being trampled caused her to miscarry her baby. Katy Perry pulled a Kat Von D and left Hollywood for this Southern state and her reasons why will really shock you. And in Hot Take Tuesday, I have the best moments from Melania Trump's first interview since leaving the White House, including her epic smackdown of Vogue. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Something Neil Patrick Harris did in 2011 is resurfaced as a sort of re-cancellation of him because Gen Z found out about it and dug up drama once again. What did you do this time? For his 2011 Halloween party, which was just a couple months after Amy Winehouse died from alcohol poisoning, Neil Patrick Harris served an Amy Winehouse corpse cake for his Hollywood guests. Oh! Ew! I guess people forgot about this because it was so long ago, but yeah, this was beyond distasteful. And I can even say that as someone who likes morbid stuff. This was just way too soon. And since she was a celebrity like him, it feels really strange because she's kind of like a colleague in a way. And it's just very disturbing. Huge mistake. I feel like the difference between me and some leftist social justice warrior though on Twitter is that I can look at this and say, yeah, this was despicable. This was a mistake, but I think it's something that he can be ashamed of and ask for forgiveness for. I don't think that he has to lose everything and never work again. It was a horribly tasteless joke, but it's been 11 years. Learn from it. Travis Scott is being sued by one of the Astroworld attendees that got trampled because it caused her to have a miscarriage. Shanazia Williamson of Montgomery County, Ohio, and her husband, Jared Owens, claim that her horrifying injuries resulted in the death of their unborn child. Now in Texas, which is where this incident took place, an unborn child is considered an individual at every stage of gestation from fertilization until birth, which is why they're able to sue. I get those goosebumps every time. According to page six, the coroner's report said all 10 people who were killed in the Astroworld tragedy died from compression asphyxia, and Williamson and Owens said their unborn child was actually the 11th victim. Anybody want to tell me what the hell that is walking across the, up there at the top? What is that? 
The death of this unborn child is so sad and my heart goes out to their parents. But what I find totally mind boggling is that there are people who could hear this story and say, wow, yes, this is terrible. They lost their baby. And then they go and fight against that baby's right to life. I just don't understand how we can call the death of an unborn baby a homicide in certain cases, but not in others. This celebrity news definitely surprised me. Katy Perry has moved to Kentucky because she said Hollywood is not America. So, so he ate your last hot dog. <laughs> it must have been a, some hot dog. Was it a good hot dog? Yeah, it was. It was. It was chili on it, and oh. I and I had some oh. some chips to juice. Oh dear. Katie went on Chelsea Handler's podcast, Dear Chelsea, and revealed that she'd been living in Kentucky for a month now, saying that leaving Hollywood has allowed her to understand people better. She did say that people in Kentucky definitely live in a bubble, but admitted that people in Hollywood do too. And you know what? I think that's fair. I really do. However, Katie is a staunch liberal, right? Like she supported Hillary Clinton and Governor Gavin Newsom during his recall. If she's been in Kentucky for a month, I mean, that's kind of like a long vacation. Let's see after a few more months or even a year if Katie Perry really starts to understand why Hollywood values actually corrupt everything, not create a better culture like all these celebrities think they do. Here are a few headlines from this week that you need to know and the juiciest things Melania Trump said in her first interview since leaving the White House. Hot Take Tuesday. Courtney and Travis are officially legally married this time. They tied the knot in Santa Barbara and neither of their 76 children attended, which is good because instead of a traditional kiss after they said I do, they probably started to humpity dumpity right there. Hump day, Wednesday hump day. Britney Spears and her fiance Sam Asghari revealed that they had a miscarriage. Very tragic and sad for her because I know that she had longed for years during her conservatorship to be a mom again. I have to wonder if the strange pills and birth control that they forced her to take for all those years is a contributing factor, she hadn't had a lot of time to get all that stuff detoxed from her body. and maybe it's because no one cares, but Ellen DeGeneres' last show and series finale is at the end of this month. An anonymous source close to Ellen revealed to Page Six that she's been crying a lot. The series finale was taped in April, but there wasn't a big farewell or even a red carpet. And apparently that was all by design. Ellen is wanting this finale to go under the radar. And I think she's sad that the show is ending, but mostly I think she's sad that it isn't really ending how she imagined and not on her terms. Her legacy and reputation are completely tarnished and no one is even acting like they'll miss her. Well, it's too late now. Yeah. Um. On her first interview since leaving the White House on Fox News, former First Lady Melania Trump called out Vogue for its bias in not putting her on the cover when she was First Lady. Yes. How did you put up with the constant criticism? The media, take um, Vogue, for example, five months into Joe Biden's president, Joe Biden's on the cover. Kamala Harris is on the cover before she's even sworn in. Hillary Clinton was on the cover when she was First Lady. Michelle was on the cover three times, yet with your business background and your fashion background and your beauty, never on the cover of Vogue. Why the double standard? They're biased and um, they have likes and dislikes and it's so obvious and I think American people and uh, everyone see it. It was their decision and I have much more important things to do 
and I did in the White House than being on the cover of Vogue. I know this is Hot Take Tuesday, so the stories are supposed to be short and sweet, but since this was Melania's first interview since leaving the White House, I want to show you one more thing. She was asked what she thinks about the current baby formula shortage. Being out of D.C. and having that time, what do you make of the state of the country right now? I think it's sad to see what's going on if you really look deeply into it. I think a lot of people are struggling and suffering and what is going on around the world as well. So it's very sad to see, and I hope it changes fast. It's been in the news. As, as someone who loves children and is dedicated so much to their betterment, how do you feel when you see shortage of baby formula and families just struggling to get basic items like that? It's heartbreaking to see that they are struggling and the food is not available for children in 21st century in United States of America. Why is it happening? Leadership. Leadership or lack thereof? Yeah. You should be watching Candy on Hulu, which is a short five episode series. Couples Therapy on Showtime. I love that show. And you need to read Unspeakable Things by Jess Lowry. All of these things are endorsed by me. They're excellent and you won't regret it. If you already listened to the Allie and John James episode of The Spillover, which odds are you have because it is now our fastest downloaded episode to date and one of the most popular. I was a guest on Best Case, Worst Case, a true crime podcast with Jim Clementi and Francie Hakes where I got to tell part one of the Johnny Gosh story, my favorite unsolved case of all time. Part two comes out this Friday, so be sure to check out their podcast too. If you miss Melania as first lady, tap the heart button or the thumbs up on this episode wherever you're watching. What do you think of Katy Perry moving to Kentucky? I don't know what city she moved to or town, so if you know, put it in the comments. Do you think that her eyes are gonna be open and then she'll finally leave her liberal ways in California? Also, if you actually did your homework and you watched Candy, what did you think? I think it's the best acting of Jessica Biel's career. DM this episode to someone who used to be a Katie Cat back in the day and then click save. I will see you here tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.